Hello there. Welcome to another podcast, Running Wild with Richard. As an award-winning author, I've let my imagination run wild to create the plots of my short stories, novels, and screenplays. That goes for my experiences in the worlds of finance and the media as well. You see, while I was busy with my writing, I was also a financial advisor that began years ago when Beijing Company hired me in Chicago. Through a series of acquisitions, Beach became Wells Fargo Advisors, where I achieved the status of a first vice president investments. I recently retired as a financial advisor to become a full-time author, and about time, my beautiful wife Kay tells me. <laughs> my media involvement began when I was with Beach. Before, there were Mad Money Kramer, Maria Bartiromo, and a host of other celebrity cable television market reporters, there were Nussbaum and Rose, <laughs> the Rose being yours truly, <laughs> and Bob Nussbaum, who was also a broker at Bates. In 1967, Bob and I made history by doing the first live daily stock market reports. This was on WFLD-TV. Today, that's Fox 32 Chicago. At the time, it was an independent Chicago station. Now, this was Bob's idea. Bob was a visionary. There was no TV stock market coverage, just radio. Bob wanted to do it live on TV. So he hustled to get sponsors and fought with the New York Stock Exchange to get a one-hour tape delay, yes, that's what they wanted, down to 15 minutes. Now, I got involved because Bob knew I was a writer and could write scripts. We split the announcing chores. Sometimes we did them together or individually, depending on who was available. We did live 15-minute reports about 2 p.m. and taped three-minute wrap-ups for the 6 and 10 p.m. newscasts. By the way, the station won a local Emmy for its news coverage, and we were a part of that. The broadcasts were done in Beach's large boardroom at 140 South Dearborn. Boardrooms don't exist today. Financial advisors have their own offices and computers to access information about the markets and their clients, and place orders. Now, the Beach boardroom was kind of like a big movie theater. The brokers occupied about 50 desks with a couple of client chairs. Instead of a movie screen, there was a huge board displaying a plethora of stocks and commodities quotes, and a large ticker tape flowed across the screen, and there was a row of seats for spectators. We converted a room on the second floor into a studio. It overlooked the boardroom through a wide picture window. This allowed a remotely controlled camera to pan back and forth from the boardroom to either Bob or I at the anchor desk. The camera stayed on the boardroom during the first five minutes while we ad-libbed about what the market was doing. The next five minutes, we read one of the scripts I wrote about some aspect of the market or investing. For the final five minutes, the camera usually panned back to the boardroom with more of our ad-libbing. But when possible, we would interview the CEOs of major area corporations like Motorola and Abbott Labs. One time, I was fortunate, I was fortunate in getting to interview the legendary economist Milton Friedman. The program lasted two years. Although it was a commercial success, the station decided to cancel a lot of the live broadcasting. So Bob and I took our act to WAITAM Radio the beautiful music station, as it was known. And for the next 18 years, we did 11 daily three-minute market reports, nine live ones during the day, and two wraps for the nightly news. 
As a result of this media exposure, Bob and I often got guest requests to talk about the market on CBS, NBC, and ABC TV, and WGN Radio. I guess you could say we became local media celebrities at the time, well, at least when it came to the stock market. In any event, the next time you watch Bartiromo or Kramer or any other TV celebs expounding on what the stock market is up to, or or down to, remember that it was Nussbaum and Rose who led the way by letting our imaginations <laughs> run wild. <laughs>